Halo, everybody. Dan Blum. I'm the host of the podcast Calling All Halos. I'm joined alongside my co-host here, Connor Grossman. Connor, hello. Halo. Sam, how you doing? Well, I was just talking to you before we started recording, and I think you had a really good piece of advice, which was to save my best line for the start of the episode, which was, this season just, it needs to end. This needs to end. It's so it's so tired. <laughs> it's still still August. Still August. It's we are like three weeks since the Angels like went all in. And I I swear it feels like it has been maybe a year at least. Right. Was that not last season when they got Giolito and Lopez? I know. I, I what has happened? <laughs> I um I well, you know, I was I'm flying to New York, um, and I uh, the the Angels canceled the game Monday because they don't have a drainage system. I I guess I don't know. They just like they can't sustain a field <laughs> and rain, and so they're like, let's just not. Do they play. have a tarp. I yeah, they got a tarp, but it's it the whole thing. But the tarp doesn't. The outfield is still like was still really wet. I guess so. They're like, you know what? Just let's just let's just play Wednesday instead. So there was two games, and I'm like, okay, Otani's pitching the first game, so I. I'm just going to miss the second game. It'll be okay. I'll get Otani after the game and, and write and do whatever and then fly to New York. And, you know. E- easy enough. Easy, easy enough. enough. Like, I'm just, well, it's, the Angels are out of it. They're playing the Reds. Like, what what could you possibly miss? Now, I, I, know, better, I know better than that, right? I've done this <laughs> long enough to know better than to think that it is okay to miss a single second of Halo's baseball, especially when you're in the air. <laughs> where you're, you've got no control over this. So, you... So it should be of no surprise that you land at five thirty in the morning on a red eye to way too way too many messages for five thirty in the morning. That's it's never a good sign when like you've Do got you remember a- what you saw when you looked down at your phone once you had service again? Yeah, it was it was uh it was Ken Rosenthal saying asking if I was planning to write about this. So it's uh that's never good. <laughs> And did you know what this was at this oh, point? Did you get like an ESPN alert? Well, I was getting other messages and, and very quickly piecing together that, you know, I mean, it was never, it wasn't good, right? It wasn't, it wasn't going to be like, Sam, are you <laughs> writing about how you've won the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> what could I miss in the air? You know, we're sort of figuring out our coverage and it's just, I, I, you know, I get home, I get to, you know, this hotel and, and write and. Well, uh, what's your reaction? Are you, is it the holy crap? Is this real? Yeah, I mean, I, I've grown to just never be surprised. Um, yeah, it's it's like it's tough. It, 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 I don't really know what to make of this. I think there are a lot of different reactions we could, you know, and a lot of things we could be talking about with Otani now missing the rest of the season as a pitcher. He will be continuing to hit for the foreseeable future as the designated hitter. But it's uh, the foreseeable future could be however I mean it could be a day it could be two days I don't know if 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 you know that if it's only a matter of he gets that second opinion gets the surgery and then is done as a hitter which right. makes some sense I, I we don't know I think that the good news for the Angels fans is he's going to put on an Angels uniform again he's going to play at least you know however long we don't know but it's um it's devastating for him it's devastating for the sport because he's the you know, this free agency was going to be uh, whether you're an Angels fan or you're a Giants fan or you're a Mets fan or a Yankees fan or a 
you know, a Royals fan, like it was going to be fun to see where, what he did and where he went. And it still will be fun. But like the oh, this he, was going to be the biggest free agency story maybe ever. I don't feel equipped to speak on that officially, but it feels like you can make a good case. Biggest free agency story ever. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, he cost himself. I mean, I think it's fair to assume that he cost himself hundred. He didn't, you know, you want to put the blame on him, but like, yeah, he right. cost himself hundreds of millions of dollars by getting hurt at just the worst possible time. I mean, this is, you know, there's not going to be clarity. Like, there's just like, I think it's it's fair to wonder, like, what is he going to be able to do next year if he does get that surgery and he's rehabbing to get back as a pitcher in 25? Yeah. Being able to hit in 24, like, uh, you know, is, is he even going to want to sign anywhere? I mean, like, there's just so many different factors. Is he going to want to sign a one-year deal, prove it deal? Mm-hmm. Is he going to want to sign, a, like, a long-term deal that obviously won't be that seven $750 million figure that everyone was kind of assuming? I mean, there's just so many different factors now that everybody's going to have to think about and consider, and it's and it's it's obviously devastating. I still think it's a really fascinating free agency story. Just totally. Yeah, completely agree. It's a complete travesty for the sport. And just as a fan of the game, I am utterly bummed out because Otani is just the biggest attraction in baseball. And no, no, it doesn't matter where the Angels are in the standings. They could be completely defeated this season and Otani would still be the biggest attraction in the sport. So from a fan perspective, it totally stinks. And, you know, we've talked about on this pod how Otani is, you know, the greatest mystery in all of baseball in terms of we don't know how his free agency is going to play out. And this injury to him only adds to the the mystery of what's going to play out, you know, this winter. I've seen a lot of different uh, writers put out theories that, you know, his next team, if it's a long term deal, could still loaded up with incentives if he does pitch a certain number of innings or make a certain number of starts then his salary could elevate to a level where maybe we thought it would if he wasn't injured um which is an interesting theory and it's you know kind of boring or intimidating to kind of wade into all the numbers like that um i think i think incentives yeah each part of what he's totally totally if he goes for the long-term deal route it's going to be you would imagine completely for the most part incentive laden that will get his salary to astronomical levels. Um, But I also think it, this now opens the door for him. Like you mentioned, considering a short term prove it deal. Do you think this, I don't know if there's even a right or wrong answer here. Do you think this helps the angels possibility chances of retaining him? Like knowing, no, 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 I don't. I mean, I don't, I think that you could probably like talk yourself into that thought, but it's like, I, I don't know. It's so hard to know where his where Otani's head's at with any of this. Right. Like, he has, on all uh, all of this, like he has not talked to the media in, in more than like two weeks now, and I don't know what his plans are for doing that going forward. So it's it's really just there's no real way to know what he's thinking. I mean, they, there's not right. like there's not like a lot of like leaking from Otani's you know inner mm-hmm. circle, right? Like it's it's and i mean listen i think you could that he might maybe he he loves the angels and he loves the way that he's been enabled to do all this i think you could also look at you know the fact that 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 he was enabled to do all this and then maybe he probably shouldn't have been like pitching yesterday i, I know that's a, it's a it's a crappy thing to to kind of i don't i don't think you should blame the angels cuz like they hindsight it, yeah exactly everything it's 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 fair to like you know maybe like question whether or not like somebody with arm fatigue where the angels were in the standings and just like that first inning where his velo was down, like all, all red flags possibly. But at the end of the day, like I, I think that they were going on what Otani was telling them. And I also think that they were going, 
going on in their whole, you know, philosophy with Otani to begin with, which was, you know, he dictates this stuff and, and that's what he likes. And that's why he likes playing there. I think to some extent, and there's, there's, there's so many things that kind of race through your head in in days like this, like what, what they could have done differently or, you know, was there, was there already some sort of injury that he was pitching with uh, because he hadn't done imaging. It sounds like before Mm -hmm. that, before yesterday. And so I don't know if there had been something there that was causing him to kind of like have that fatigue and have, the uh you know low velocity numbers i don't so i just don't know if it helps them or hurts them or anything i mean it could go either way is um, there anything you've learned from talking to anyone with the angels just no i mean just that they, they don't think they just think the injury happened yesterday they think he tore it yesterday which i i can i can believe that i mean it's just mm-hmm. uh he's i mean i think that they're, they're maybe hopeful that they can kind of get him on like a short-term deal. I think that's possibly something that's going on in the right to the front office. At least something that wasn't a possibility before yesterday is that okay, perhaps he consider a short-term deal, and the perhaps it could deal. be with the Angels or it could be with anyone else. And the short-term deal helps would help the. Angels. I mean, if they were to, if they, if he were to be really good, if he were to really strongly be considering like a one-year deal to just like right. redo this whole thing, this whole process, the Angels would be a good spot possibly for him. Right. Um, uh, that being said, I mean. Listen, he also wants to win. And then look at what look the Angels are, are beyond this this whole mess. They're a horrible disaster on the field. I mean, they just got swept by the Reds in like really like disgusting fashion. I mean, they just do not look good. They're are like, you implying there are 25 other players on the team? Yeah. I mean, and then and then it goes on. I mean, I mean, there's all there's all these other conversations that, you know, probably need to be talking about trout and just like, you know, him coming back from this this broken handmade. I mean, he came back for one game. Uh, I mean, I remember I asked Phil Nevin before the before the doubleheader started. I was like, you know, are you considering putting him back on the IL? And he was like, scoffed at it, like as if it was crazy. <laughs> and then by that, by the end of the day, he's back on the IL. <laughs> so it's like he played, he didn't take another swing. And yeah, it's like, yeah, he's he's playing. It's it's painful for him, but also, I mean, listen, I mean, there are fair questions about Mike Trout's future. I mean, this guy, he's he's not played a lot the last three years. And that's like, you can pinpoint like various reasons for all that, but he's not, at the end of the day, you're either playing or you're not, he's not playing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's also like, when he has played like questions about his ability to really catch up to the fastball. I mean, that's just, that has over the last couple of seasons regressed significantly. Mm-hmm. And then obviously his defense has been good this year, but I think, you know, the question obviously going forward will be, uh, is he a full-time center fielder? And you know, how does that, well, know, that was the whole thing with Madden last year, right? Yeah, yeah, and but that that but you know when when we go into spring training twenty four, I mean that's going to have been two years ago. So he's going to be entering his age thirty three season. I mean these are all all and you know he's just turned thirty two. But you know you're thinking about the future, and these are all things and factors you have to consider. And then he's signed through twenty thirty. So this is, you know, this is not like the Angels are not like there's not a runway here for them. So I think that if you look at Otani, he's maybe looking at a couple of good young players, but he's also recognizing that those good young players they have right now are not leading to to wins uh, right and right they've also traded away like they have like one of the worst farm systems in baseball so what's the path forward here i don't right and they've been aggressive about promoting the guys that they believe in right now and choosing not to let them you know get seasoned in the minors and saying come on up to the bigs and show us what you got and otani's kind of seeing right now what the angels got you know not to mention everything he's gathered over the previous years playing in anaheim but you know it's clearer than ever you know what they have is still not good enough i I just think we're watching this very ugly end. i mean and then we're not even we even talked about rendon who you know um i, I don't even want to get into the stuff he was telling us like yesterday outside in front of his locker i, I just that i'm not even gonna like say like repeat some of this stuff about like just 
you know, the aloofness that he has towards the, the, the overall situation that he's kind of in and not playing and the, and the fans and everything. And it just, it feels like, man, these are unforced errors by this guy. It's like, I, I, I just, you, you, I don't know. I don't know where his head's at. I, I don't believe that he's like, like, you know, faking an injury. I don't know if he's milking the injury, but man, he's like, he's not handled this like a professional in any way. Um, and I get it. I mean, there's mental health stuff. It's tough. Like, you know, it's, it's hard, but man, you got to step up at some point. It's just, he's not handled it well. Um, and so there's like just all these things. It's just like a confluence of things leading to this very ugly inflection point ending to this era. It feels like uh, it just couldn't be going any worse. <laughs> Was yesterday one of the worst days in the history oh of the God. Angels? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like there's not I mean, you lose two games. Like there had to be two games, right? Like it just had <laughs> of a double header in the year 2023. And and like not even competitive games, right? Like yeah. just not, you know, they get they just like like just listless losses to the Reds. This team that this team that like, man, like that's an example of like of like what what could you do if you put if you put the resources and the runway into like, you know, building something. Um made mm-hmm. the trades, like made the tough trades. Like listen look, look at what the Reds did. They traded Mailey last year. And, and, you know, in that moment, it probably feels like, a you know, I don't know for them, maybe because of where they were, like being right. a trade major league player, it's tough to trade a major league player for prospects, but like, man, what do you get? Spencer Steer and like Encarnacion Strand, and like these guys are like in their lineup every day. Andrew Abbott, Ellie De La Cruz. I mean, yeah, they're unbelievable. They're stacked with young talent. I mean, there's this cool moment in the game last night, even, you know, Tani knows he's like got this thing and he's playing and yeah. then the, and the whole Reds infield is standing around him. These all these rookie players. Like standing around him, and they're like, "Holy crap!" Like, and it's just like, in how- awe. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know because, and you remember like these guys are just like in the big leagues for the first time, and I don't know, mm-hmm. like, and they're all just and they're dominating the Angels, right? But they're still <laughs> so cool to talk to Otani and be around him. But they're just you know taking it to them. I mean, Ellie De La Cruz being there and seeing him play in person, like you could tell this guy is going to be a long term superstar, superstar player. He's awesome. Did the uh, did the odds move last night on Otani and uh, being a future Cincinnati Red? You know, it's like crazier things have happened, right? Like, like the Reds have spent no money, and it's just I'm not like, you know, I'm, I'm not like rooting for it, but I just like they like at some point, like he's going to get, he's going to need, it's a funny idea, right? He's going to need a key to the city, probably fifteen percent ownership stake in the team, and then we could start talking contract numbers. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, we got wasn't it like the Reds owner like the beginning of the year that like was saying five hundred is like their ceiling, and now they are like in the playoff position. It's just like man, like, right? Exactly. You know, good, I mean, good things just, happen you know, to bad people. Yeah, I mean, this, the the, the Reds should have a di- like have a different strategy. Like, I don't think teams should be you know just loading up on young players and like not even spending and then like hoping at all. Like the like what the Orioles are doing. It's you know it's cool, but it also feels slimy because it's like they didn't need to do that. Right, and the Orioles owner is already talking about how he's not going to be able to retain his young core because they're going to get too expensive, and he would have to raise ticket prices. Just all of this, just whiny stuff that just falls on deaf ears when you're talking to the fans because it's like we watch to see our team win. That's yeah. all we care about, just win. Also, like such an unforced error to be talking about that right when you're about to like you know right vision. <laughs> right. Speaking of unforced errors, I mean, there's just like a litany of clubs in baseball where you just shake your head and it's like. You do not deserve this success. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's tough. Cause like, I, you know, I don't think the angels deserve more success necessarily because I, you know, they, they've made so many mistakes along the way. Right. Um, but at the same time, like, I mean, I just feel for these fans, like, uh, you know, uh, so much because it's, yeah, they do. They, they deserve the, the angels do not deserve. And I'm, when I say the angels, I'm not talking about the players. Cause most of the players are really like you know good engaged people that want to win and that are you know all living and dying with losses just like the fans are 
but yeah. I mean, I said like the Angels I'm talking about are Artie Moreno, and like man, he he does not deserve the fan base that he's got. Uh, yeah, in any way, shape, or form, and it's it's I feel bad for these you know these people that like you know put their their fuck fuck freaking souls into this every night and are still following and still watching and still living and dying on every game and every yeah. bet. And you know it as a fan, and I know it as a fan, what that's like. And it's like, when you feel like you're just not getting anything in return for it, it's painful, but you can't stop. And it's like, it's hard. And it's and then, and then man, like, they get it, they get on the podium, and they're like, Mike, Trout, and Otani are going, or I guess Trout, Otani's not on the IL, but you know what I mean? It's just... Oh, but it was unbelievable. It was yeah. unbelievable to see that. And then I saw someone um, post a tweet, or uh, an X, as it's known now, Yes. That apparently exactly a year ago is when Artie announced he oh, would have, yeah. he was interested in selling the team. So to just it's just some kind of sick poetry that exactly a year later you look into your crystal ball, Otani tears his UCL, Trout's back on the IL after playing for literally one single day, and Artie is hanging on to the team for the foreseeable future. I mean, just what a nightmare and. To your point, my heart goes out to any Angels fan because it's not fair. It isn't. I mean, it's like they got their like, – I mean, it's like God, you had to say you were going to sell the team because it's like – Right. Had, this whole thing would look – it just – it would have been so much different. I mean, I, I don't even know how – I don't even really know if like Angels fans internalize how much different thing – I'm not saying like you'd, they'd be winning the World Series this year, right? But I just – they'd be a big market ball club. I mean, that's – yep. that, not, not a team that's like – that like – is like trying to act like a big market ball club, but doing none of the things that really required act that, that actually to happen. Totally. Uh, I mean, if you look at like CJ Wilson uh, on Twitter yesterday, uh, really interesting stuff goes on Twitter. X I mean, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this knows CJ Wilson, but you know, he was an ex angels pitcher uh, from, from Anaheim, from the Anaheim area group and angels fan, part of the last playoff team in 2014. Um, and was just going on about it, all the things that they were doing that like, <clears throat> Uh, you know, cost them, uh, or like just that felt like like, like hey, like, like you signed a guy like Albert Pujols, you signed a guy like CJ Wilson, like an hour later in, in mm-hmm. like, like 2012, or yeah, and, and then all of a sudden they get there and and it's spring training supposedly like there's no food available to them in the mornings, <laughs> and it's like that's that's like that is Angels baseball, right? Like you sign these two guys <laughs> for what three hundred million dollars, and then right. they show up and they 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 can't even get breakfast. Like that's where the angels, and I don't know if that's, I don't think that's like still the problem, but it's like, it's indicative of the problems. here. Totally. And I thought, totally. I thought like for him to be dropping those tweets last night as all this was happening, you know, it's just, like, oh, just, fucking, kiss, just right? perfect. Like, it just, right. I think that like, not to make this podcast all about like, man, our, our, Artie's like screwed this up. But I, I mean, it's hard to imagine that we'd be having these conversations if, if the team had sold and it was just like, it was just a different new day. And totally. And Right, because as the Angels are currently constructed, they are the hollowest big market team you could find out there. They have their, you know, they're a knight in shining armor with no sing, no actual body inside the armor. Because on the outside, you see your Trout, your Otani, your Rendon, and then on the inside, it's just withering minor league players that you're aggressively calling up and hoping that someone's going to be the next somebody. Yeah, I mean, and listen, I give Perry, I give Perry some credit because like some of these guys who he drafted are like they called up this guy Nolan Shanuel, and he's like he's got you know like a thousand OPS in his first seven or eight games. Like he's actually right. got he was in math class like two weeks ago. Yeah, right. I mean, he actually looks. I mean, he's he's gotten up and he looks like a guy that could hit 
against major league pitchers. And that's like, okay. <laughs> like, oh, well, well, go. Yeah. Like, that's good. That's a good draft. Go do it. Yeah. yeah. Go do that. Yeah. It's like a not a bad draft, right? Zach Netta, like, you know, guys right. are really good in the big leagues. Uh, now, the issue is that you can't just like live on first round draft picks. The, 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 the big thing with good teams is that like you live on your draft picks that start hitting randomly. Right. Right. And yeah, if you only start living on, and, I, and I'm not saying the angels are like not going to find guys that can come up and be good, but do you have enough that are, you know, are, are capable of kind of sustaining a, you know, a pipeline and, I, and we just keep seeing, right. Like injuries happen and then, you know, it's just, it's not good enough. I mean, next Andrew man Velasquez, up. Andrew Velasquez is not like a, a bad player, but he's, he shouldn't be playing as regularly as he, as he is. And he's played badly. I mean, there's just no doubt about him. He's not hitting and, and he's made a lot of field and blunders, but I think in general, like yeah, he could bring some things to a, to a major league team. But when, when you have to rely on guys that just probably aren't like, you know, like they're below replacement players in a lot of ways. Like that's when, that's when you get to, to find that like, you're just, you're just not going to win. Right. Like that's how it goes. Like it's just, they're just not going to win and they're not winning. Uh, right. But... Totally. And then when your big guys go out, like a Trout, like a Rendon, like Otani, or all three at once, you're just completely hopeless. And yeah. in, in fairness, I would guess most any team that employed all three of those players, if they were all out at once, that team would be rendered pretty hopeless as well. But it, the Angels especially, there's just nobody really to backfill. Yeah, no, it's it's been... I mean, and then you also look at some of these trades that have been... not like the trades have worked out, right? Like Randall Grichuk's been bad. Right, yeah. like, TJ Crone got hurt. He was bad, and he got hurt. Yeah, Lucas uh, Lucas Giolito's been like not good. I mean, he's not terrible, but he's he's had a couple of really bad starts. Uh, right, and what at this point, where he's got like four or five starts left with the yeah. team I mean, before he hits free like, agency. I mean, you're just left to shrug your shoulders and be like, whatever. Right, you know? like, he, we all know it. It's just like, yeah, you're just, just running. This is just the string, right? You're just running out the string. It's that's a sad thing to be thinking about that this team couldn't even make it to the end of August and. and contention not only are they not in contention they were they lost that they were out of contention within a week they yeah. went and lost seven games in a row and it was over they never made a run or a push or anything they lost they did beat the giants twice and then but that was that was just yeah the losing streak had to end eventually and yes. uh it did <laughs> this man it's just like is that the why. last series they won yeah uh yeah i think so I yeah mean, yeah giants haven't won a series uh since then um so well since before then but uh, everyone's ucls appear to be intact for now yeah for now <laughs> just what a what is just that's what i'm just saying it's, Dan, it's like, tough like, out there what a what a what is what a year it's like we just don't even know like it's we're having this conversation on august 24th and it's just it's hard to believe yeah like it's i don't know i don't know what to make of this this franchise this team just this situation and and I think it's so hard to speculate on, on all the things that could be happening with Otani because it's, mm-hmm. and that's the purpose of the podcast we're having here. I just, it's, it, it, there are so many different routes this could go. In a lot of ways, it's more interesting than maybe where it was before because there was always just, it was always just going to be like, how much is, how much money is he going to make? But now it's like, right. I'm here. So is he, there's just so many factors that could be at play here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel for him because, you know, it's, man, that's a tough timing. It just is like, this guy puts in everything. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. I don't think enough is made of like the fact that he found out he's going to need like Tommy John surgery almost certainly. And his first reaction is to go play the second game of a doubleheader against the Cincinnati Reds, a game that is utterly meaningless. And it's because, man, this guy posts, right? Like he plays. It's beautiful. 
that is that's like he's he's worth the money man that's everything you could want as a fan as a teammate as a manager as a general manager and owner like everything you could want yeah it's like it's cool it's cool that he did that i thought um and that man he's like he's like having fun with it like he's like oh like i mentioned he's out there with all these reds infielders and he's like just being the dude that he is and and that is uh that's a special player a special person i think in a lot of ways you know you you're around him enough you know like i said we don't talk to him much but it's not like you know it's not like the rendon situation where it's like standoffish or it feels combative it's like you know he's i think he's just this is not his it's like media and stuff is in his style and and yeah. when you're that good it doesn't need to be right like i mean in this situation i think it'd be great if we could talk to him and ask him some questions but really yeah you know at the end of the day like it's just i what am i gonna like i'm not gonna like blast the guy like he's he's earned he's earned the right to do whatever the heck it is that he wants to do um and that's uh man it was i just thought it was cool that he played last night i really did especially knowing that to know that to know your situation to know what it's costing you and then to be like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get out there. And then he's still going out there. He's gonna be out there, I'm assuming, tomorrow against the Mets. And and uh, you know, it's it, that'll be a good situation. I was gonna ask when the Angels come back home, do you think he gets a particularly loud ovation or is it business so, yeah. as usual? I yeah. So. I mean he always does. But I mean, yeah, I yeah. think I, I mean if people are still showing up to the ballpark, yeah, because it's like, you know, this, this guy he deserves that, man. I, I who knows if this is gonna be his last couple like home games, right? Like the, 17 home games left like yeah who knows right this could be it that could that could be the end uh of his time in the with the angels and i think that if he were to leave i don't think any angels fan should bl- blame him one tiny bit for that because he's one he's earned the right and he gets free agency earn that right but also i mean the angels haven't done enough to back it up he's done everything he can to get this team to the playoffs everything he can and he, they haven't done it and they're not going to do it this year and uh it's painful and i i can't blame him if he wants to go and i won't blame him if he wants to come back and just try to finish what he started but it's the, I think he's probably got the same question that we all got, which is, is it even possible here, right? Like, is 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 there is that is that foundation even established here to where this team can make the playoffs? Um, because it just doesn't feel like it is. This is a crazy question, so I'm going to preface it by saying that. But I'm going to ask anyway. If we're watching the final weeks of Shohei Otani, the Angel, do the Angels retire his number? Wow, that's a really, really interesting question. And like, honestly, probably a good column here. <laughs> um, you know, it's another, a whole wrinkle into that. There's, we could talk, I mean, I actually want to talk about this because it's like, mm-hmm. Artie Brainer's never retired. Um, to a the, single one? Never. To the point where it came, this actually came up a couple of weeks ago because Tim Salmon is number 15. Yeah. yeah, there's World Series champions. World Series champion Tim Salmon, who is like, you know, King Fish, right? Like this guy is the Angels. He's played his entire career on the Angels. Yeah. Uh, his Mr. Kind of, Angel. Yeah, he, and it, he he will only be supplanted by Mike Trout when it's all said and done, right? In mm-hmm. terms of just like angels, right? Like and 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 Tim Sam and I had a long conversation about this. He does not care that that Randall Grichik was given that number uh, as the first person to wear it since Tim Salmon. Really, the first person? Yeah, I mean, I think I I was told that like uh, Jason Castro was given it like a few years ago, and then like actually it was the beat reporters were like, hey, you know that was like Tim Salmon's number. And he's like, okay, like well, I'm not gonna wear it then, right? Like because. <laughs> Like it's Jason, he's Jason oh Castro, goodness. right? Like he's like, I, I, am. that is so angels, by the way, the beat reporters are the ones who are like, oh, you know what number you're wearing? And it's like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, my point is like, so Tim Salmon, and if you know Tim Salmon, he's like, he's just like a good, good person. Right? He's not like, he's not like standoffish or stuck up. Like he's not going to be like some, that's my number. Right. Like mm-hmm. but I'll say it for him. Right. I'll say it for him. That is your number. 
That yeah. is Tim Salmon's number. That should only that should that should only be your number. Like it shouldn't be Randall. Randall Grichuk's had a nice career. He's a good player. He's not yeah. the to the Angels. But hey, like uh, he shouldn't wear fifteen. It's not his. It's not his fault. That was the number that was given to him. And, and uh, it sounds. And I think they talked about it even him and him and Tim. But like hey, yeah. like no, that should be retired. And uh, frankly, Mickey Moniak wearing sixteen, which is what Castro eventually switched to. Yeah, uh, Gary Anderson probably should have the same situation, right? Like I think, I mean, there's probably a couple of guys that are borderline, like Tim, uh, you know, uh, Troy Percival, stuff like that. But uh, my mind, like the guy, like especially Tim Salmon, that's that should be his number. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's that's something I just wanted to say because I don't I don't understand it. And you know, uh, frankly, like um, you know, they're gonna have to retire 27, but it, yeah. it kind of stinks that it's gonna have to be both. It's gonna be shared between Trout and Vlad, right? Mm, like, so true. It's it's like. I mean, that is crazy because teams have a policy of like, we're not going to retire a number until the guy's in the Hall of Fame. Vlad's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, I don't think, well, I don't think he was maybe when, when uh, Trout debuted. So I think that was, that's kind of the, the issue there. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, fair. I, okay. I'm, okay. Oh, it's not fair. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with it at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I was, I wasn't around. I don't know all the dynamics of play there. But I still think, um, you know, it's just like, uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't love last year when they gave Nick Adenhart's number to, uh, to Noah Syndergaard. It mm-hmm. hasn't been born since Nick. And it's like one of those things. I don't think they needed to retire Nick Adenhart's number, but like soft retire, right? Like, don't, right. Don't totally. Yeah. Not, you know, not that Nick Adenhart was like, you know, he, that, the whole point of Nick Adenhart was the potential and like what was, what, what could have been there. And, and, and just that he was this kid that had like his, his life was lost so soon and, and, you know, so tragically. And, and I, you know, and, and right after he, right after he pitched a game. And it's just like, you know, the fact that that hadn't been worn in, I think, like 13 years at that time. Uh, I don't know. I didn't love that it was. I didn't love that that number was given out. And and so it's not like you had to retire every number here, there, and you know, in the next. But like, I think there are certain p- people that just like tr- kind of transcend the, uh, you know, that 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 barrier in a lot of ways. And yeah. I think Tony, to to answer your original question, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you do it right away, but I wouldn't give. I would. I certainly wouldn't be handing out seventeen, oh. uh, next year if he's not coming back. No, and in a lot of ways, you're celebrating not not like, you know, the fact that he won a World Series here, got to the playoffs, obviously, because those things didn't happen. But but he changed the sport, and and what he did in these last three years in particular um, will forever be remembered. And and I think in a lot of ways, you just have to retire. You have to like you have to memorialize that in a way. And I'm sure he'll be an Angel Hall of Famer, things like that. Um, and that's something that it already has done. Um, but I think retiring numbers is about a certain level of respect for just the situation, whether mm-hmm. that be the Aiden Hurt situation or a Tim Salmon situation or in in an Otani situation. All three are different, but all three I think are very significant. Totally. And I think for Otani, there's actually a pretty simple, realistic path I can envision if he does not come back to the Angels, which is he leaves, you soft retire the number, you don't hand it out. And then it seems pretty inevitable if things keep going the way they're going, that he's going to get in the Hall of Fame. And when he does, you can retire it or you can retire it, you know, in the five years before he goes into the Hall of Fame. But he's still retired. Like, I think it's a pretty what should be a pretty simple decision. But, you know, what do we know? Three years from now, there's going to be a backup infielder that gets tossed Otani's number. And it's going to be like, oh, did you know that was Shohei's number? Yeah, they're like, what? <laughs> Get this off me. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that's you know, it just adds to the list of things that I think I think are just easy, easy layups that have just somehow turned into like I think you retire his number. I totally agree. 
I totally agree. I think retire. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's not maybe not something you do right away, but it's like you said, it's off retired, and and you didn't, and it's just you you honor you honor what this era was, um, right? Because I'm not saying it's over, but if it is, it was really special. Um, and and uh, man, that's like that's just something you. I mean, the angel said like you you earned it, right? Like you you got to have him for this. Like why not? Why not try to like memorialize that this time period and in as much a way as you can, like get, get it, you know, put it on the outfield wall or like whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, just, it, it would be painful if he leaves, I think for everybody with the angels and all their fans, but also like, it's, I hope, I hope people would have an appreciation for it because I certainly will as someone that got to cover it for like, really, I got here in the early in 2021, right when he was kind of becoming this incredible player mm-hmm. and you go through to this moment and to cover that, I mean, it's like, what a, what a career experience that has been, uh, that you know, you know, that people are gonna be making movies about it and documentaries and writing mm-hmm. more books about it and, yeah. and just like all these things. Like it's gonna be this like moment in historical, you know, moment in history for, yeah. for a lot of ways. And so it's like really cool. I hope people appreciate that. At the very least, he's gonna put on an Angels uniform again and and uh, play more games and and you know you try to appreciate it for what it is right now and and you know wait to see what the offseason brings. As a as a little bonus, I had one more add-on about number of retirements I wanted to uh, ask about. Albert Pujols. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a tougher one, right? Because his, yeah. his tenure with the Angels is is not as like clean and amazing, right? Like it's right. Uh, you know, I, he wasn't as good. The Angels didn't win anything. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I think I think like what he's his but he's going to go into the hall of fame and he signed a pretty historic contract with the right. angels and he'll go into the hall of fame as a cardinal and that's like right. I think that's where his you know the, it's yeah. interesting this whole personal services contract thing is, has been fascinating to me because he's from my perspective and i've asked some people it seems like they're, they've done some things right like he's been around for certain, mm-hmm. certain things and maybe he's planning to go out to the dominican and and, and talk with like the dsl uh team out there but like it doesn't seem like he's doing that much <laughs> so it's like <laughs> you know, his personal services contract like i was let's see what he went on like i think it's brett boone's podcast recently and was like talking about the angels a lot and i was listening mm-hmm. to him I was like this is not sound like a guy who's like involved in the day-to-day with the angels yeah. um so yeah yeah i mean i listen i mean he's he's got a i think his his career with the angels is more complicated and and less clean i mean he's like, yeah he's there for a long time and he yeah he, uh, I mean, I, I, he he showed up. He played. He was a professional. He was at times a good player, um, mm-hmm. but it's not. You know, I think I think his 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 team is the Cardinals, and totally. Uh, and it, it was cool that he got to finish his career, his career there. I it'll be yeah. cool when he goes into the Hall of Fame as a Cardinal, and I think Angels fans will appreciate that the career and part of this and the years that he spent in Anaheim while recognizing that he was a Hall of Fame player. For what it's worth, I view a personal services contract almost like an NIL deal for between a college athlete and like a local business where it's like they basically just pay him money for the ability to like license his name and parade him around team events. That's, and, that, well, if they were doing that, I would be like, that's great. But I don't like they, the parading around. I, it's like I saw him in spring. <laughs> so a short parade, <laughs> a short parade. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been told he's coming back for when uh, Miguel Cabrera uh comes oh cool yeah final time. so there's that um but i don't know i mean it's not like he's in and out you know he's not like he's not like working with a you know 
All right, it's pretty like, intermittent. He's not draft. signed on as a coach or anything. He's not like sitting in the draft room, you know what I mean? It's not <laughs> it's not like Maybe that could help. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's just <laughs> you know, he's he he signed the deal and and he's yeah. taking advantage of it. I I don't blame him one bit. <laughs> no. It's just no. it's just a little bit of an interesting dynamic there, but it is it is what it is. I don't think I think the Angels have bigger fish to fry at this point. Yes. Uh, yes, just as uh just as the Angels do for the rest of the season. Exactly. Yeah. There's just there's so many other. It just just it needs it just needs to end. <laughs> you need to get to the end of September, and you know on to the next, as they say. Any games you're looking forward to catching in September? Well, uh, I think they play the A's at the end of the season. Oh, that's perfect. A beginning <laughs> and end. Just oh, two bookends so, to yeah, a memorable so, season. I, you know what? I'm, one thing I'm watching is like, so the A, the A's won like two games against the Royals this week. But man, they they still need four more wins. The A's need four more wins to avoid being the worst team of all time. Now, and what you're questioning like, whether that's going to happen? Like 34 games left, I think. So, like, you're suggesting they could go three and 31? Oh, I mean, no, no, sure no. They... no, they could go four and 30. I, I, okay. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But. I'm just imagining, though, <laughs> worst record in baseball history on the line, last game of the season against the that Angels. Would be so, that would be so fun. <laughs> Otani takes the mound, no, Trout's in center no. field. We close our eyes and pretend that nothing has gone wrong this season. Rendon's batting cleanup at third, oh. picking it clean. <laughs> All things are right in the world. Right. Let an Angels fan dream, huh? Yeah. Otani gets two home runs. Trout hits two home runs as the Angels lose six to four to the A's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I, I know I was gonna hate this. So, uh, just just let me be cynical, man. It's just been it's just been it's been a long day. It's been a long year. It's been a long three years. I'm, but uh, yeah, man. I, I again, yeah, the Angels get the A's six times, so they could they'll they'll play if they if the A's do end up uh, making history. At least we know the Angels probably got at least, at least two wins. Sure, sure. There may be a shortage <laughs> of storylines for the next five weeks, but beyond that, as we discussed on this pod, um, it'll be more than fascinating to see how everything plays out with Otani on the market. Um, yeah, I mean the Angels are just like they're like a somebody. There's an Angels fan on Twitter uh, who I I find funny. Uh, maybe I don't know if everyone does, but I like him uh, or her. Harry the Pirate. He always just like he always says. <laughs> that, uh, or she always says i don't know who it is that um like it's like a, it's like a movie every single day with the, like you can write it's like there's like a narrative storyline with like beginning middle and end that just <clears throat> and it's always like tragic right like there's always deep tragedy <laughs> right, at, some right. point in the, at some point in the middle like, like this like a conflict like yeah utter, utter just not you know not a, a conflict would be would be like a very nice way of putting it. it's like an utter <laughs> despair just engulfs the day <laughs> like like i mean some days it's worse than others but there is always there is always that there's always that right right well we know sports are scripted so i mean it's actually not too far of a stretch what perry the pirate is saying yeah yeah i'm gonna have to let perry the pirate know i i never want i do not want to know who perry the pirate is but i do love I, there, there are certain angels twitter i love are angels. you ruling out the possibility that it's perry manazian that has been my bit with this Twitter account where I'm always like, like where they complain about it, about things. I'm like, well, Perry, this is on you, man. <laughs> right. Right. His alter ego, the pirate. Arg. Arg. Yeah. 
Arg is right. Arg is right. Right. <laughs> right. You look at Otani's, uh, you know, MRI results are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that is God. It's tough. It's tough. It's been tough, guys. Hang in there. That's all I'll say. That's all I'm going to say. I, I, normally, I'll tell you to go and, and uh, subscribe to this pod and leave a comment. And I'm not going to tell you to do that today, although I would love for you to do that. So please do that. But instead, what I'll say is I'll leave you with just hang in there. You've been through a lot, everybody. We've all been through a lot. And this has been a long and trying year. It's probably been, I can't, I, I, I've not been around for that long, but I can't imagine any year being more trying than this one. It's just like, just pain. Just just yeah. misery and hang in there. There's only another five weeks to go. And then, you know, you can get back to being excited about what's, what's to come. Get your hopes up again. I'm not going to promise you anything good after that. But at least you get your hopes up again, you know, just start the cycle over again. We'll see what happens, but hang in there guys. And appreciate you listening. Appreciate you sticking through our.